Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Project 52. In this episode, let's learn a life lesson from both Esau and Jacob. Yeah, so this is a great episode. If you are, if you love to study the Bible, I will try to break down verse to verse, and then yeah, let's draw some of the life lesson we can learn from both of the uh, brother. And not only not only that, I will be um, focused uh, specifically on Genesis chapter twenty-five, verse nineteen to thirty-four. So in verse nineteen. They say this is the account of the family line of Abraham, sons Isaac. Abraham became the father of Isaac, and Isaac was forty years old when he married Rebekah, daughter of Bethuel the Aramean at from Padah Aram, sister of Laban Aramean. So, yeah. So, uh, and here is the time. Um, this is when Isaac. Was already forty years old, and he married at the time he was yeah he married, uh right around uh eight at the age of forty. So, of course, their life uh times is different. <laughs> we we all know that Moses died at the age of one hundred twenty years old, and he was healthy. So in this case, Mary in uh, early age, I mean forty years is you can still say that it's not late. It's still early. For Early for them, so yeah, this is uh, a a point, uh, a good point to uh, point to know. Yeah, so in verse twenty one, it says, "Isaac prayed to the Lord, and on behalf of his wife, because she was childless, the Lord answered his prayer, and his wife Rebe- Rebecca became pregnant. So now he married at the age of forty, and then his wife is childless." His wife is barren, and uh, they uh, she doesn't conceive. So, what does Isaac do in that time? He went to the Lord. So, one of the things that we have to remember is that uh, Rebecca is facing the same problem that uh, Isaac's mother, which is Sarah, had been facing in her lifetime as well. So, the same uh, cycle uh, came down from a generation. To the next generation, so Isaac is experienced that, and not only that, it's not a uh, an easy things. It is one things to get married, and another things to knowing that um, your wife is a conceive or uh, or your wife is barren. So I mean that's uh, that is a really really uh, not a, <laughs> uh, a a good things. So yeah, so it's it's a set new form. Them and here's the thing. Here's the uh, major uh, thing that I wanted to point out. Isaac's father Abraham. So Isaac basically he is the heir of uh, Abraham. So everything is in his hands. So uh, God called Ab- Abraham in the early age in Genesis chapter twelve. We know that God called Abraham and he say, uh, and he blessed Abraham. And in Genesis chapter fifty, that's when Abraham and Ah,、uh, God made the covenant. So God actually took Abraham outside of ah、uh, outside, and he ah、uh, asked him to look up on the sky and say, "If you count the star, count the star, and your descendants will be as much, your offspring will be as much as the ah、uh, the star." So here's the crazy the crazy part. So as ah、uh, the studies say that 
in uh in our human human eyes human naked eye we can we can spot about uh five thousand stars so we can spot about five thousand stars and guess what there are estimate or sep uh septalia star so septalia star is uh is a lot so uh after one there are there are like twenty four zero so there is a lot of zero in there and guess what there's only uh seven point nine billions of people today in the uh in the earth so uh, what God is saying to Abraham what God promised to Abraham is a huge thing so i uh, and now is Isaac and Isaac had had the re uh, responsibility to carry out that seat carry out that covenant and when he found out that his wife is bearing and they could not have any child that must be uh, a disappointing new for both Isaac and Rebecca so the Lord answered his prayer and his wife Rebe Rebecca became pregnant so when we read verse 21 it seems like God is answering them within an instant. But that's not what it is. They they actually um, waited for nearly 20 years. Yeah, uh, we will find that out later. So Isaac had to wait 20 years to uh, receive, uh, uh, for his wife to bear a, a child. And guess what? How many fa how many years his father had, had to wait? It, Abraham actually had Abraham had to wait for twenty five years. So that is many many years. So many years of prayer, many years of hope, and uh, yeah. So uh, there 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 might be a time when they really wanted to give up, a time when they are crying out. So you never know. So the struggle they have to face is not easy. So in verse twenty two, it said the baby juggle each other within her, and she said, "Why is this?" happening to me so she went to inquire of the lord so once her uh their answer was uh their prayer was answered another struggle they have to face now the baby in her uh rebecca's womb was juggled with each other and she was wondering why it this happened to me and she doesn't understand that and guess where she go she went to the lord so when you don't understand something Go to the Lord. When God is giving you a vision and you don't you don't understand, just go to the Lord. And this is what the Lord said to her in verse 23. Uh, the Lord uh, said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two people from within you will be separated. One will be stronger than the other, and the older will serve the youngest. So Rebecca came to find out that they're actually not two babies, but two nations. So two nations are in her womb. So that is totally contrary to what our society is telling us. So our society, what our society tell us is that uh, babies are not a big, uh, like a human being ha ha has to be born in order to call to be a uh, human. So if they decided to abort the baby, that is not a murder. So. Guess what the Bible say in here? When when she uh, asked the Lord, the Lord actually did it. The, the Lord did tell you have to in your womb. The Lord actually, God actually told Rebecca that there are two nation, not two baby, two nation, two group of people are in your in her womb. So that's what God is telling us. We have God is God actually 
um, had a plan had a plan for uh, us already before we actually before we we were born. So wow, that is uh, amazing. So in verse 24, when the time came for her to give birth, there was there were twin boys in her womb. The first come come out was red, and his whole body was like a hairy garment. So they named him Esau. After this, his brother came out with his hand grasping Esau's heels. So he was named Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when Rebe- Rebekah gave birth to to them so Isaac was 60 years old remember earlier what I said I said Isaac was Isaac got married at the age of 40 so when uh, Rebecca gave birth Isaac was 60 years old so that is 20 period period of time so they both had to wait 20 years to uh, to uh, to get their their child or uh, yeah so, um, yeah so that is not a, uh, a short time it is a long time for both of them so it's not an easy things so in verse 27 that then the boy is growing up now so the boy grew up the boy grew up Esau becomes skillful hunter a man of the open country why Jacob was content to stay at home among the tent Isaac who has a taste for wild game wild game loved Esau but Rebecca loved Jacob so that's when their family conflict uh, started so the father loved the oldest one, and the mother loved the youngest one. So that's when the, their uh, prob- problem uh, started. So verse 29 uh, uh, give us a clear definition. Once Jacob was cooking some stew, Esau came from the open country, famished. He said to Jacob, Quick, let me have some of that rest too. I, I'm famished. That's why he is also called at Edom. So he was he was famished. He was extremely hungry and he came in the open country. So just imagine that a hunter, someone someone who is hunting for a food is hungry. So what is that telling us? So that's telling us Esau stayed in the field for too long and he was starving. He is going out of his limit. He's going out of his limit, and he doesn't know when to return. He doesn't know when he's when he is when his time is up, or when he is when he's running out of uh, his strength. So, because that is the strategy of devil, that is the strategy of Satan. So he will pull you little by little, and you you you, you will keep on giving an excuse. You will be like, I'll pray in another time. I'll read the word of God in another time. I'll go to church in another time. And we keep forgiving an excuse. And guess what? Eventually when we return, it's already already late. And we are in the trap of the enemy. So, yeah, we have to return before it's too late. So imagine if Esau have come back earlier when he is not hungry. He will not be able to trade his birthright with uh, a soup. So in verse 31, Jacob replied, First, sell me your birthright. So you have to remember, Jacob is waiting for the right opportunity to uh, take advantage of his brother's birthright. 
So birthright is a huge and important thing in their culture because the older brother get to be uh, in charge. So birthright is both uh, uh, the older one uh, receive double portion and uh, double portion when uh, the, their uh, heritage is split or uh, given. So birthright is basically possession and power. So the older one get to choose where to uh, pitch the tent and yeah, you actually have the uh, power. So that's what uh, Jacob really want that. So remember, and when when both of them were in their mother's womb, they would juggle with each other. So this is great opportunity for Jacob to take advantage from his brother. So this was the right time. Esau was extremely hungry. And in verse 22, his what he uh, said next is not something I expected. Look, I'm about to die. Really? He said he's about to die. Esau said, what good is the birthright to me? So now he is blinded to see what is the most important and what is the most valuable things to him. And you have to know that. In order to receive a birthright, your father has to die or your father has to give that to you in order to be in charge of the family. So this is something that it seems like far away from Esau. So he despised his birthright. And uh, Jacob, on the other hand, was knowing that sometime it will come to pass, knowing that sometime his father will pass away and he want to be in charge. He want to have that birthright. So so what we can learn from uh, Esau and and Jacob is that Jacob lived by faith while Esau lived by sight. Because he's actually living by sight. Because he only focused on the rest too. He only focused on the soup. He only focused on the thing that will uh, satisfy his flesh. On the other hand, Jacob is focusing on something that is unseen. Something that is um, coming next. Something that he has to wait for a certain time. So it's the same as us. We focus on what is see and we neglect the spirituality, which is what is unsee. And our priority is very important. So because most of the time we we allow our flesh and not our spirit, we will focus on our flesh and not our spirit. So friends, I want you to change your perspective when it comes to spirituality. We It has to be a priority in our life. It has to be a priority in our life. So if you don't make that a priority in our life, eventually you will allow uh, the flesh to be uh, in charge. So in, in here we can see that Esau demand like an instant gratification, something to uh, to uh, please his flesh. So which is, which is see, at, at the moment it seems like good things for him, but he doesn't know the long-term consequence that he will have to face. So, you know, when we are hungry, uh, when, not when we're hungry, when we are pressured by something, we make an instant decision without knowing the cost. In verse 33, it said, But Jacob, Jacob said, Swear to me first. So he swore an oath to him, selling his birthright to Jacob. And Jacob, as I, as I said earlier, Jacob was waiting for the right time. And he says, sell me your, your birthright. He doesn't say, uh, let me be in your place. Let me be in your place for certain time. He doesn't say, lend me your birthright. Or, or, but he actually, he says, sell me your birthright. Uh, 
So he said, "I swear to me." So guess what? Jacob do. Jacob did that. Then Jacob gave Esau some bread and some lentil stew, and he ate and drank. Then got up and left. So Esau despised his birthright. So he ate it, and then he left. See, ah,、uh, like if you look at it, it looked like a good deal. It looked like a good deal, right? So actually, his stomach was full, and on the other hand, Jacob doesn't have anything in his his hand. Jacob doesn't have anything to prove that he is blessed. Jacob doesn't have anything to prove prove that he have a possession. He have a power. He have nothing to prove, but eventually, years from. Many years from,、uh, many years on and on, eventually he will have both possession and power. It's just a matter of times. So when we make a decision, when we are pressured by something, we have to be very focused and we have to think about the long term. And in here, Esau walk away like nothing has happened to him. So this is like when we are sinning. When we sin, we act like nothing happened to us, but in reality, we didn't know that. Eventually, we will have to live with that nightmare. So another lesson we can learn from Jacob is that Jacob is a younger one, but God gave them, God gave him a favor over his brother. God chose him before he was, once,、uh, be, before he was、uh, in his mother's womb. So God already made a decision. God already favored Jacob. So likewise, you know, the country of Israel, of course,、uh, the tribe of Israel is, is、uh, of course, like later on, Jacob is、uh, renamed to Israel. Like he is actually the father of the nation. So、uh, that's where it started, right? So, so the country of Israel now nowadays, the country of Israel is very small country, but God is still. Uh, with them, and God is still、uh, protecting them. Although it is、uh, still, although it is a small country, you know, it's hard to、uh, overcome that. And and God is, and I'm pretty sure God is on their side. So a lesson for Esau: like, don't live for the moment. Never live for the moment. So live for eternity. So never demand immediate gratification. Never demand immediate gratification. So, because when we when we do it without knowing the consequence, it's gonna be a painful, and、uh, we will have to pay for that. So that is some of the lesson we can learn from the ah、uh, from both ah、uh, brother ah、uh, Esau and. Jacob. So I think this is、uh, a good lesson for us. Sometimes we do demand、uh, like instant gratification, but we have to think about the long term, ah,、uh, long term ah、uh, blessing, and we have to、uh, focus on something ah、uh, like it is. It is a good things to please our flesh, but what's most important thing is that we made the right decision and we follow the lead of the Holy Spirit. So I hope this episode is encouraging somehow. So yes, thank you so much for、uh, listening to this episode. Like wherever you、uh, consume this、uh, this podcast, I really appreciate it. Thank you very much for listening, and have a good one. See you next time.